Welcome to the Help Me Rhonda Show podcast. Help me Rhonda, help, help me Rhonda. Welcome to the Help Me Rhonda Show, where we interview sexy brands and help them turn their business into a profit-making machine using PR and media. All right, everyone, let's get started. This week, I've got an incredible guest. I'm really excited to share with you, but I want you first to think about something. Imagine if you're a woman and maybe you're having a transition in life. I sometimes call them spiritual awakenings, where you want something more or Maybe you're at home going, gosh, I need a holiday, but I want a holiday that's enriching to my soul. I want something that's going to help me leave this holiday and feel fulfilled. Well, my guest this week is an extremely talented woman, not just because she's talented, but because she's taken not only her past, her desire and needs for enrichment and growth and empowering herself and turned it in to one of the number one women retreats in the world, and it's called Escape Haven. My guest today is Janine Hall, the founder of Escape Haven, and I cannot wait for you to meet her. Janine. <laughs> what an intro. Thank you. Well, you deserve it. <laughs> I rolled the red carpet on for you. <laughs> oh, how are you, love? I'm good. I'm good. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Yeah, I'm really happy that you're here because when I learned about what you did, I was like, oh my goodness. Melika, you know, who's our producer, I'm like, we have to have her on the show <laughs> because a lot of my audience are women. And, you know, we host events here as well in Bali for branding and, you know, and helping them develop and share their voice. But you do something really different. So would you mind sharing what Escape Haven is mm -hmm. and really why and where it started? And then we're going to kind of take it from there because I'm really excited to learn okay, more. Cool. Well, you're testing yeah. my memory now. 13 <laughs> years ago. Oh, my goodness. 13 years. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Started in 2008. So that's when I first made the move. But Escape Haven, in a nutshell, are luxury retreats for women. Cool. So women come to us. The whole concept behind Escape Haven was for women that were in the place I was 13 years ago. I was burnt out. I was... You know, I realized my ladder was leaning against the wrong wall. Yeah. I was climbing the corporate ladder to success and trading my happiness in the process. And I realized I just had enough. So I took a getaway to um, back then to um, Ubud in Bali, obviously Eat, here. Eat, pray, love. Place of the idea. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Eat, pray, love. And I was 31 at the time, and I just took three weeks out, and I went to Como that had just opened then. One of our favorite hotels Isn't in Bali. It's beautiful. Yeah. And I did, I signed up for the yoga package because I heard it was good for you, and I did Ayurveda at the same time, and I hated it. Mm. <laughs> really hated it when I first started doing it because yeah. here was it I liken it to a truck on a highway you know when you're hurtling down you've got all of this you know cargo on top and you're in the fast lane and suddenly you put on the brake yeah. and all the stuff kind yeah. of goes all over the place and it's this messy transition from fast to slow wow and that's what I was going through there so I knew it was good for me so I was like I'm gonna lean into this I know I don't like it I look around the yoga room everyone's like a Cirque du Soleil performer bending like a pretzel I can't touch my toes I'm not used to doing something that's not good for me or that that, that I'm not good at because you know you, you tend to sort of stay in your lane of things that you know you're good at mm. and here I was doing something I was clearly you know not good at and I uh, wasn't flexible and I thought I'm just gonna carry on and do it so I did it and after the week of doing that and having hot oil poured on my body doing all this Ayurveda stuff which I didn't like either 
started feeling differently. And at breakfast, I remember sitting there and going, tapping into it, going, what is that feeling? And I was like, oh my gosh, I feel happy. So it was at this really bittersweet moment oh. because I thought, well, how long have I been trading in my happiness for doing this corporate job? And I thought, God, just looking at the transition that I'd gone through from being free of all responsibilities and labels, like as women in life, we're so used to being mum or manager or sister or friend or whatever that role is that we assume, we do it and we do it 100% because we're women and we like to, you know, multitask, pride ourselves in doing this, but we burn ourselves out in the process. And that's what happened to me. I just lost my gloss is probably the best way of explaining it. Mm. And just that joie de vivre, I'd always been kind of happy-go-lucky and I'd just been buried so much in work and this quest to sort of be enough by proving myself through my ambition and my need for it to achieve um, and just trading life in, in response to that. Wow, you know, I mean, this is, I, I love this story because if you can imagine the amount of women right now that are probably watching this going, that's who I am. Yeah. Right? And they don't really realize that you can actually find yourself in that gap. And I love when you said, it was the, was it the loss? How would you lost your gloss? Lost my gloss. Lost your gloss. Like yeah. that just gave me an instant visual of how many of us do get dimmed in yeah. what we're doing. And then we become parents and we yeah. forget like, what do we love? What makes yeah. us happy? Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. So who are the women that come now? Like how did the, yeah. you, then you decided to create? Yeah, so decided to, yeah, decided to create it. Went back to Sydney. I was um, marketing manager at the time for David Jones doing lots of fashion mm-hmm. launches and stuff. And went back and I was like, that's it. I'm just going to go. I'm going to create a retreat. I want to create a space but that's luxurious for women. Combine it with water sports because I know the healing impacts of the ocean. Yeah. And then set up the space. But I'm going to do it in Brazil. Didn't even think about doing it in Bali. No idea why. I'm going to do it in Brazil. It just seemed a bit more exotic. And, it, you know, Bali was a bit too safe. I, yeah. knew, I knew it. Yeah. I wanted to do something different. Yeah. Went to do that. Then a job offer came knocking back in New Zealand. I was headhunted for a role at our large retailer there to hit up their marketing department. Shelved the plan. Went into that for three years. Got burnt out. Yeah, Sold wow. everything. Sold everything. All my clothes, laptop, cashed in my shares, my holiday, emptied my bank account went to Brazil, had this huge party. Everyone knew I was going to Brazil, went to Brazil to set up women's wellbeing retreats. Everything I owned in my hand, lost almost all of it and a real failed um, business over there because there'd been a spate of crime against American tourists at the time in Northeast Brazil where I was. So they stopped, um, the number one thing I relied on was access for the American market. Yeah, right. Whereas the flights would then come all the way down to Rio and then be diverted to go back up, adding an extra eight hours onto flight time. Unreal. So it just tanked. Where was it at in Brazil? In Cumbuco, which Cumbuco, is north yeah. of Fortaleza. Yeah, so right. a really great like water sport mecca. So I'm oh. sitting there head in hands. Oh I've got a maracuja, you know, Capri Oscar in one hand, you know, my head in the other. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm just going, what the hell? What am I going to do? And then I'm thinking, well, does everyone know I'm in Brazil? And I'm like, yeah. That after that like farewell party I had, I told every man and his dog I was going to Brazil because I was so excited about yeah. this idea. I was so certain it would work because I believed in the why behind it. Yeah. I knew women needed transformation and to have some respite from you know these crazy, busy, successful lives that we lead to just get back to that essence of who they were when they were a child and life was just light and they mm. were just so effervescent. Oh, you kind of give me like... Wow, right? I mean, like, that's an emotional moment. Yeah. Think about when women go back to when you were a child, when you were light. Yeah. 
That's a big... We don't have a care in the world. Instead yeah. of all these things we try to balance, all of these worries we encumber yes. ourselves with that just weigh on our shoulders. So I was like, oh my God, what am I going to do? So I just kite surf for three months. <laughs> I thought I would figure it out after that, after many, you know, Capri Oscars, Maracuja Capri Oscars. Yeah, right. Then I was like, okay, well, I'm going to go to Bali. So Bali was never plan B. I had 10 grand left, went back to New Zealand. My father died, passed away. I got offered a really great um, comms director role. And so it was such a pivotal moment. And I always believe when life tests you, it will, you know, when you're on that cusp of change, life will come in with something to go, well, how badly do you want that change? Mm. Because here's your old life, just in a different form. Mm. And so it took a lot to really reach down and go, no, I'm going to go to Bali. So I came to Bali, didn't know Seoul, 13 years ago, on the back of, uh, I think there was a global recession going on at the time. But I knew that this idea had legs. Back then there were no retreats around. Mm. But I knew that there was so much value in this idea. And so I just started with one foot in front of the other, just you know, figuring all of this out, how to do a business in a third world country with no entrepreneur wow. experience. And that's the thing when I'm often asked, like, how did you start? It's just with one step. And yeah. then you take another, and then you take another, yeah. and you figure stuff out as you go along. Wow, so uh, were there any bumps along the way once you started, <laughs> right? Because everyone thinks, oh, wow, look at her now. She's got these amazing mm. retreats, and people fly from all over the world. But what were yeah. some of the blockers that you experienced? Oh, that, my gosh. And were you almost ready to quit several times again? Yeah, yeah. I'm so stubborn that I don't think I ever would have quit because yeah. I'm just like, I've gone through so much to get yeah. here. Like, and when plan like B, you now. know, when the other alternative is a life that you've rationally figured out never made you happy, mm. you just divorce yourself. You set fire to that old identity and embrace the new one. And I think because I'd completely dissolved that, I'd done that identity shift, I could never go back to that. So there mm. was no safety net. So I had to make it. And the way I, I, I made it, which is quite ironic, going from burnout, thinking, oh, well, running my own business, I won't go into burnout. I was working 20-hour days doing everything because I, you know, back then signed up to that adage that if you do the hard yards, you get the payoffs. And so along the way, gosh, there were so many things from, I remember one time there was uh, in Bali, really bad weather, I had a press visit. So I invited all of these journalists out to Bali and it was the worst weather we'd ever had. And then someone had got really sick, a virus, and then had passed it on to um, another one of the journalists. And I was like, I can't believe this is happening here. You know, this yeah. is crazy on a, on a press visit. So that, that was unfortunate. Um, oh, so many things. You just learn the sort of the lay of the land as, as you go here. We've, we've been through one time when... I realized my notary had set up the business as a furniture import and export company. So this is probably the biggest, um, the, the biggest learning. Uh, and so this was a few years in. And so I went to restructure the company, had to start again getting all the licenses and putting them into a tourism holding. So six figures later to make sure my staff didn't get deported and to make sure that, you know, closing down operations, refunding customers, having to start again um, after sort of a three-month breather of making sure we had all of our paperwork in place because I didn't dare not have something that wasn't compliant yeah. after that baptism by fire. That was probably the biggest, you know. Well, you know, it's it's moment. interesting. Everyone looks and says, oh, you're so lucky, right? You live in Bali. There's a lot of challenges it takes to build businesses here, right? Yeah. So we get this beautiful life. But there's a trade-off. Yeah. Um, so now you have been running these retreats for 13 years here yes. in Bali. Yeah. 13 years, 
thousands <laughs> of women have run through this transformation yeah. galore. I mean, this is pretty substantial. You know, what now has happened since you, this whole coronavirus has hit, you know, had you had to make a certain pivot and what did you do with your employees? I mean, these are big things. Yeah. I think that are happening right now for so many in the world. Mm. And you know, what was the shift that you made and what are you doing now to, to maintain the energy? Yeah, so I, I guess since that, since that um, thing that happened sort of eight years ago, COVID has been the, 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 the next sort of bring to knees yeah. moment. So we had to pivot. So this year, you know, being a travel business in the third world, everything and we're, came our crashing borders are down. Closed. I know, our borders are closed right? and we're all based on the international market. Yeah. So we had 60 staff that we need to look after and we were mid buying a retreat, which is, you know, no bank loans here in Bali. Yeah. And if we didn't make the payment, we would have lost everything. Um, that we'd put into this new retreat. So when your back's against the wall, you just get really creative. We thought back to what our mission was, and our mission was all about positively impacting women through you know, well-being experiences. So we decided to pivot online. New Zealand was going into lockdown. Within a day, we decided to pack up our house. We were back there for a few months, come back here, just before Bali's silent day, got the last flight out of New mm. Zealand. I landed back here in March, and within three days, we'd put on a virtual retreat called Mini Escape for over 3,000 women. Um, wow. So my team had managed to turn that around, which was incredible because a lot of staff, right? We've got a lot of staff at the moment uh, and we couldn't run physical retreats. We had a lot of time on our hands as well. So we took all of the elements of the retreats we did, opened up our retreat doors virtually to people and it was just at the right timing when people were going into lockdown and needed, they needed a life raft. They needed something that was gonna give them a respite to all of this anxiety that we were feeling at a global level. So we didn't really have a clue what we were doing. <laughs> We just thought, let's give it a go and see how it how it goes. And so we've oh. done about four of those now. We're about to do our fifth one. And then we created courses off the back of that. So we did um, nutrition courses, fitness courses. Then we went into yoga teacher training and offered yeah, meditation and breath coach training. So I love that because it just expands the impact, our yeah. whole... Um, why behind what we do is positively impacting women. So once you get into that online course market and the yoga teacher training, you're impacting the coaches that then go and coach other people. So your span of influence, this butterfly effect just extrapolates yeah. hugely. So I've loved that about this year, even though it's been a learning curve and a baptism by fire, all the tech stuff and so many. I think Brené Brown calls it the suck of the new. Yeah. I'm like, yes, you're speaking to me. I understand what this is this year because I've stayed in my comfort zone for so long building offline businesses. Yep. I'm really comfortable in that space, but in online, it's just a whole nother world. Yeah, wow, you know, this is so big because I think that type of pivot though, and getting yourself uncomfortable, it's like it reignites you as well. Yeah. So like new energy comes from it. Yeah. And now you're able to just translate that message and continue the trickle through. And I think that's what many, you know, like we look around, especially the United States, of course, you know, Australia, New Zealand, many people have said, I'm stuck. Like I can't do anything, my job's down. However, coming and bringing something online, taking your interest online, and you had an audience, so you were a bit fortunate that way. Yeah. You know, and however, there's so many, you're empowering others though, to do the same thing. Yeah. Right? Like if you're teaching yoga instructors, they're now learning how to teach it online. Yeah. You just gave them an avenue. Yeah to create yeah. 
I think it's just really beautiful. And so what type of women come to the retreats, but now it, obviously they're online, but you're going to start having retreats again, I'm sure. Yes, right. I can't wait. So what type of women <laughs> come? Because I think right now, any audience that's watching this is going to go, when is the next one that I need to be at? <laughs> right? Because I give people every day, like, when do we come next to your events, Rhonda? When do we come next? Like, how do we like pre-book to make sure when the yeah. borders open? Yeah. So who is the type of women that do come? Yeah. And what's going on? What's coming up next? Yeah, so hopefully we'll be opening again, you know, as soon as the borders open. Yeah. So fingers crossed for that announcement yeah. next month. Um, the type of women that come are busy uh, corporate women okay. or they're busy mums. Perhaps they've, um, you know, no longer w working on the rat race, but they're, they're very similar in the fact that they just need time back for themselves. Yeah. Somewhere along the way, they've lost that little piece of themselves that's hmm. their identity. And suddenly they've kind of, or gradually, they've sort of assumed the identity of the role they play. Yeah. So they've stopped being themselves and they've disconnected with who they really are. What lights you up? When was the last time you tried something for the first time? Those sorts of questions. You know, I smiled before when you yeah. when you touched on that because it's so true. You stop, you lose a piece of yourself when you stop doing things that just bring back that childlike sense of play. Mm. And so that's always the mission that we have as a team and what we talk about at retreats. We want to get women there. We want them to let go of the control because that's how they've been successful, by controlling everything. So we say, look, we'll do everything for you. There's chefs here, there's chauffeurs here, there's wow. butlers here to tend to everyone. Wow. There's spa therapists with unlimited spa, but it's all been designed to get them out of their head and into their body where wow. they can just float around kind of like a child. Remember, you know, with, with parents, they're always like, okay, you need to do this next, you need to do that. There's just something really indulgent about that. I would love that right now. Oh my gosh. <laughs> just it's tell so me funny what you to say do. this. You made me think, I was my family, I would say, like when I travel for business, when I did, I would always book myself in a business class seat. And I'm like, I'm going on a holiday for the next yeah. 12 or 24 hours on the way back to the US because yeah. just having someone serve you totally. and not having, no one can ask you a question, you're handled. <laughs> <laughs> I got my own space. I'm like, my, I'm going on holiday on a business class ticket because yeah. that's it, right? We yeah. do deserve to have that space. And you're making me go, gosh, I can't wait for the next one too, <laughs> yeah, totally. right? Because it's so important and, and being able to fuel a woman's soul, like right now more than ever. I mean, here's, mm -hmm. here's, you know, this emergence of feminine energy, yes. right? And we're all so born to not only lead, but to grow and to where so we can multitask, we can do so many great things. However, if we're not fulfilled, we actually can't perform at the yes. levels that we can yes. and serve the world like we can, our families, our daughters, unless we're fulfilled ourselves. Yeah. And I just, I love that you're, you're like really igniting that message for women yeah. and giving them the space to do it. Because if I were to go on a holiday by myself, <laughs> we've done it. And I'm like, okay, we're going on holiday. And what happens? Boom, phone comes back. Oh yeah, family. Oh, we have to eat this. And I'm arranging dinners. We're doing this, right? I'm on my phone. I'm making sure I'm checking in. I'm like, I'm not on a holiday. Totally. But if I was on a holiday that I said, this is my escape. Yeah. This is my time for me. Yes. And someone's going, don't worry, I've got yeah. this taken care of. What would you like to do next? Yeah. How would you like to do that? And then what happens, like ideas start to kick in too. Totally. Right? Absolutely. Ideas come from, and the creative space comes yes. from a still mind. So the more yin and the more you drop into that, the less you're up here, the more ideas come. So you go back, like so often we'll have women that come and they've got a big pivotal decision to make. Do I leave the guy? 
Do I leave my husband? Right. Do I get do married? Do I drop the job? Do I change your careers? Yeah. Do I have kids or don't I? Like these big decisions. <sighs> and we always, the one piece of advice we always offer is don't even think about that here. Take care of you, take care of this, and the rest will take care of itself. Because when you leave from here and once you fill up this space, then the head will have that, you know, perspective and that time out, you know, you take off the blinkers to actually just be and to come up with the answers. But when you force them, when you're like, okay, I've got to stay in my head, I can't drop into my body, I can't take time out, I'm too busy for a massage, I can't switch off on a massage or a yoga or a meditation session, which often is what's prevented our ladies from doing those yeah. things before they've come to retreat. It's because they're too much in their head. So the whole purpose of retreats is to get you out of the head, head into your heart, into your your heart. exactly and yeah. into your body so you get that infinite wisdom with, yes. that lies within and so many people are searching for that externally it all lies within us but mm. it's just that we don't give ourselves permission to lean in and go there yeah i love that i was sharing with you before i'm like i've been going really deep and just taking myself into spaces every weekend where yeah. i'm it's just me it's and amazing. a fire and myself and my yeah. my prayer my thoughts because it's so fulfilling because I do have the answers. Yeah. All of it just shows up for you and you're like, oh, that's, I don't want that anymore. I want this. All of a sudden yeah. you're swimming in a sea of a blue sea and ideas and beautiful flow. And I keep calling it my vortex. I'm like, my vortex <laughs> is so beautiful. <laughs> but that's what you're creating. Exactly. And I just think it's brilliant. Yeah. So um, if, if someone here were to be listening, where can they not only find more about Escape yep. Haven, mm -hmm. um, and what do they need to do to really dive into the online courses that you're offering yeah. right now? Yeah, great. You, you would welcome um, women to join us. They can find it on our website, so Escape Haven. Often people spell it heaven. It is heavenly as well, but ah, H-A-V-E-N, yeah. so escapehaven.com. Yeah. We've got all of our courses there. We've got information about our retreats there. Wow, and, I love it. Yeah. So right now, if I were to go there, what type of courses could I choose from? Busy mm. mom, busy woman, busy businesswoman. Yeah. What kind of courses would I see yeah. when I go? Yeah, can great question. We've got a whole variety of courses that we've done because we had so much time on it. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. We've just been in full creation mode, cool. which we've loved. We've walked over, um, gosh, I think over 5,000 women through um, different programs now, which has been wonderful. Are they so live or are they with, digital? Um, some of them are live, but um, they have live components to them. So all of them have live components, but they're all digital on portals that we create. Right. Yeah, amazing. Created. So they can do anything from like a six-week uh, virtual retreat. So covering all sorts of areas from Ayurveda okay. through to yoga, through to nutrition, um, through to mindset work. So I lead a lot around mindset because that's my jam. That's my passion. Yes. Um, through to motivation, you know, how to get the motivation to really reach your dreams and right goals with these. Like yeah. right now, this is the kind of Absolutely. stuff. Because we can do books and things on our own. But man, when you have got something live and there's someone there with you or you've got... You like, show up. You keep... Yeah. That's it. You've you made it halfway and you show up for yourself. I love that. Totally. Wow. Totally. I'm so excited for this. I mean, I'm really excited because I live in Bali and that you're here <laughs> and that Escape Haven is here. I literally don't have to go anywhere and I can come and join you and Absolutely. be part of it. Come down anytime. Oh, wow. <laughs> really, really fun. Um, I see a book coming for you. I think you need to do a book. Really? Well, I've got time. You've got to, I mean, because gosh. Just the story, just just the mindset piece alone. Yeah. So many people can learn from that and understand how to take themselves to the next level. Thank yeah. you so much. Oh, I really welcome. appreciate it, Thank Janine, for being here, you. for the work that you're doing for women, for yeah. opening up their hearts and really helping shift the consciousness 
and really get women back into their bodies and you know and out of their head. We do that so well. And I'm excited to, to really learn more. Well, everyone, can you imagine right now taking yourself into a space where you're completely escaping from all the things you're happening? Doesn't mean running away. I mean, being able to escape for yourself, whether it's online or coming and flying all the way here to Bali and being pampered being taken care of as a woman, allowing that spirit to come out, leave the heady stuff aside, let the family stay at home and figure it out, but having someone else cater to you, to your soul, to allow the energy and the ideas and the creativity to flow. That's what Escape Haven is, and that's what Janine Hall is doing for her clients. And I'm so excited for you to not only come and join us, but to also be part of this beautiful community that they offer. Think about that one. And don't forget, if you are PR worthy, you can go to uba-links.com right now and fill out an application to see if we can get you featured in top tier publications. I'm going to leave you with this one last thing. If you're going to create a brand, create a sexy brand. And if you're going to be anything, be unstoppable. See you next week.